Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Finding Your Fabulous. So coronavirus has us all at home and amongst the many things we're all missing, I'm sure many of us are missing travel more than anything. Jetting off and exploring a new place brings us joy for a number of reasons and today's guest has some thoughts on how we can recreate the magic of travel during lockdown and beyond. My guest today is prolific traveller Thomas Pinek, a digital marketing whiz originally from the Czech Republic who has lived around the world and currently calls London home. We work together but we're also good friends and Thomas is someone whose perspective I always appreciate and after this episode I'm sure you'll all see why. Here we chat how travel can enrich our day-to-day lives, ways to set intent before a trip, and how the current global pandemic is shaping our outlook on future travel. Enjoy the episode. Hi, hello, Sinead. Thank you for having me. It's it's a pleasure. So I wanted to pick up this conversation with you because um, it feels like a distant memory now, but back when we could go and enjoy things such as brunch in central London, we had a wonderful conversation after you'd returned from some time away. And what struck me about that conversation is that um, you'd returned from this trip to South America, which we'll get into. But the the thing that really struck me was that when most people return back from traveling, there's such a tendency to be like, oh, well, it's back to reality now. And, you know, I'm looking forward to the next holiday. But your outlook just seems so positive and so hopeful almost from your trip which was such a refreshing point of view and obviously my podcast is about finding the fabulous in the everyday so I thought I really wanted to to discuss that further with you and maybe you could share some advice um so to start with I wanted to ask you why do we love travel so much especially our generation well in my opinion at least I think we love the novelty we we love getting out of ordinary and we are obsessed with experiencing something new and exciting. So the idea of going abroad and perhaps somewhere you've never been before brings this whole idea of experiencing things you haven't experienced before. And that's what we like about it. And of course, not to mention the whole culture of showing and showcasing people's lives on social media, which brings us to this idea even more that if we go somewhere exciting we will likely experience things we haven't experienced before or we wouldn't have otherwise experienced at home so i think it's it's just because we see that there is options around us and traveling seems exciting it brings a lot of new experience into our own lives and i think that's why we we really really love it right and I think we, you're right. It, the intention is there to to go and expand our horizons and expand our mind. So where do you think people get lost along the way when they come back and all that seems to be forgotten and they're you know they're very sad and they don't want to go back to their lives back home? Um, I think you already touched on that a little bit because if you start the whole going somewhere with the idea in your mind that you are leaving your life because it's boring and you want to get out of it then necessary when you come back there is the boring life you are trying to um, escape in a way so i don't think traveling should be seen as a a way of escaping something if you're not okay with what you have normally in your regular day um, going away and coming back won't really help you in any way traveling is not about 
leaving the ordinary. It's more about enhancing the ordinary and bringing something extraordinary back into your own setup so that you can recreate this extraordinary, whatever you have found elsewhere, that you can have back home because you are bringing that within you, if you know what I mean. So in my mind, it all starts with the intention for travel. If you think that, at least for me, if I think that I'm traveling so just I'm away from my regular life, that brings a huge question mark about what kind of life am I leading if I need to take a break from it, if you know what I mean. How, how is it for you? I love what you said it should enhance. It's not about uh, escaping, it's about enhancing your life. From my experience, it takes. it is about that mindset when you set off and you say, okay, I'm going on this trip. Um, yes, it's for relaxation, but I want to be intentional about pushing myself out of those comfort zone out of my comfort zone so that when I'm back I'm a stronger person I'm able to deal with conflict or things that scare me um in in a new way um so I think yeah there's a real personal thing like like you I travel on my own a lot and with that comes its own set of you know new experiences which often would seem scary like having all my money stolen but knowing I can go about now when I'm go back to my life in England, I know I've been through that and I'm automatically approaching things with a sense of, oh, if I can go through that, I can handle anything. How do you think people can um, start to approach travel with this mindset of enhancing rather than escapism? Um, I think what you need to focus on is to create experience, to create like a little pockets of moments where you felt really like, you are in that moment and then you have something to hold on to so for example i very vividly remember the time when i drove a car on the left side of the road for the first time which was Mm -hmm. in south africa Mm -hmm. with my friend and she's french i'm czech we have never driven on the left side of the road and suddenly we were right there and we kind of had to like there was no really way out of it and the moment when you start and you know that you've never done it but you equally know that you are more than capable of trying at least that was the little pocket of of joy that I I hold on to and now when I'm back in my regular life every time I just come across this idea or every time I see a bus running here in London on the left side of the Mm -hmm. road which for me is still rather unusual I have this little piece of memory I can always recall and it instantly makes me smile and grin and those are the little moments I I cherish and that goes along whatever experience you have brought. When my money got stolen, as you mentioned, um, that is something which which taught you how to deal with problems. And again, if you import that experience from abroad back home, suddenly you have like a set of skills you didn't know you had before, but you were forced to deal with the situation on your hands. And you can use those skills and use those experiences as a source of inspiration even at home, because you never know what can happen, right? So. If you focus on the things which traveling can get you, and to me at least, that's the idea of not having an idea. Like you're so open to anything Mm. that everything can become adventure. 
because you have essentially you don't have really expectations of mm. what can happen and therefore anything can be life-changing experience yes I think that's that's very powerful and I, I would you say that I think it, it comes well I think it comes from a lot of an attitude of gratitude when you um can be grateful for the things you have you able to appreciate um when you're traveling the absence of those things and then you you kind of come home you're like wow you know like you're saying you 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 don't even have to think about driving on the the, the, which side of the road when you're in your home country however you know in in another country it was one more thing to think about it's it's almost um i think that gratitude comes can come into play with it too um I really loved your example about um the bus um and how it reminds you when you see us driving on the left that you're reminded of your trip to South Africa do you have any other um kind of memories like that maybe from your recent trip to South America where you're reminded of things from that trip in your day-to-day life here absolutely and I think now more than ever the whole trip to South America the centerpiece was the carnival in Brazil. And if we look into the history of the of the whole celebration, it was when slaves were given a few days off throughout their year. And that's where the, the whole idea of carnival was born. It's essentially a celebration of life. And what it taught me is that people in Brazil are very polarized. You can be either super rich or you are extremely poor. Mm-hmm. But for the carnival, none of that really matters. And especially the people who you would think are poor, they are extremely rich in ways how to celebrate life. Mm-hmm. And their immediate joy from just being together and dancing and having gorgeous um, makeup and outfits which they created themselves because they don't have all that resources available. It was just a huge reminder that we all need to live present in the present moment. And Brazil was a beautiful example of that, especially the carnival, that there is no yesterday and there was no tomorrow. You have just this very, very moment to enjoy as much as you can and that's all it matters and it's like the common mindset of all those people which makes the whole situation so great because no one is there to be pretentious Mm. everyone is just there to have the best time they can possibly have and to me that was amazing experience to be part of it because i think in europe we are very much focused on the future we are really planning for the future we mm. want to see the, the next big thing coming for us and whatever that is being it an um, educational degree or being it at the next career step being it the next huge holiday we have planned months in mm. advance but now i was forced to live in my very it was almost intimate when you think about that there is nothing really you need to plan you just do whatever you feel in that moment and it's very uh, refreshing at least for me it was very refreshing and I, I want to add for for listeners who may not know so Thomas and I know each other through work we work together in the same team and we're also close friends outside of work and so we spend a lot of time together and I can say that through this this pandemic crisis like 
having seen Thomas return from this trip and come like like I also went abroad to Australia and come back into this um self-isolation period Thomas has really taken to it and he's really you've really been carving out moments when we've been catching up you've been saying like how you've been finding joy and doing things for yourself and I would you know you've always been that kind of person anyway but I would almost it sounds like a lot of that can be attributed to your experience in Brazil and learning how to live in the moment which I know I'm the same kind of person it's it can be difficult to do when you're an ambitious person who likes to know what your next step is it can be so difficult to 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 just sit and be like, oh my god, there's what's I don't know what's coming next. But to enjoy that and then to en- enjoy where you are, which, which I think we've all as a collective kind of we've been forced to do with with this current um, period of social isolation. Um, but how would you say we're we're in a kind of very new world at the moment? Um, how do you think you're going to face travel in the future after this pandemic? Um, to me, traveling means discovering not only new places and especially new people but discovering myself so for me traveling is very important and i can tell you straight away that i'm i cannot wait to be on a plane again Mm -hmm. somewhere where i haven't been before Mm -hmm. but what i think it will change is that i will try to make connections with with people more so that when there is a situation like we are in at the moment you have the network of people to to fall back onto if you need to and that is not to say that those people are not in my life at the moment it's more about that the situation just amplified the whole importance of these people in my life Mm -hmm. when we don't really share the same um place geographically Mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean that we are not here for one another so um throughout these times i really i really took the time to try reach out to people i haven't reached out to for a while or reconnect with others Mm -hmm. so that will perhaps shape my future plans when it comes to traveling to to say that i would like to focus more on creating meaningful connection with locals Mm -hmm. so that i can experience their way of life in, in their place of living yes. and that for the future I have someone to really connect with if I need to. That That's beautiful and I think human connection is above all yes we travel to see beaches and we travel to to visit cafes and go to some restaurant and try new food and see wildlife but also it's human connection is a very very important part of travel and like my recent trip to Australia there was this girl who was in the shop I was working in every day and one day I went in and she was crying she was crying over this boy and we had this moment together and like I bought her a drink and it was really sweet and I, I didn't take her contact details but it's like that kind of thing it, it made me laugh because like I've come all the way to Australia and a girl is still crying over over a boy in a similar way that a boy has made me cry in, on the other side of the world and it is that kind of even though it, it sounds kind of simplistic like that very humbling fact that we are all much more similar than you may think and there is also a lot we can learn from one another um so human connection is just you know it, it's such an important part and we're again being tested and reminded of that I think here with with all the social media and everything at the heart of it all is connection I think Uh I agree so 
we we've kind of covered it in in many ways but what what are some ways that you think people can continue to have that happy feeling to say I've I've just come back from a holiday um and I was relaxing all week and I was at the beach and it was a very chill time and I'm a bit kind of sad to come back to my nine to five and commuting and things like that what would you say to me to encourage me to not kind of count down the days to the next holiday and to live in the present a bit more um I would start with checking on yourselves what is the reason you traveled all together and at the first place mm-hmm. because you need to have the right intention, I think, for, for you to travel and gain the experience you, you are hoping for. So if you're traveling just because you saw a great picture on Instagram and you want to recreate that picture, and that's the whole purpose of you going to that far remote place, which is aesthetically pleasing, but essentially you have no connection with, it will hardly create those feelings you can carry back home. Mm-hmm. It will just be um, perhaps energy spent on the wrong thing. So I think it's very important to start before you even travel. So that intentionally, you are putting yourself in a position that will help you create those experiences, which will make you discover new things about yourself and about others. And that is related to trying new things. If you are traveling abroad and you're not really willing to try new things, be it uh, local cuisine or local experiences or local dance. What's the point? Mm -hmm. If you traveled abroad to find another piece of land which you know from home, I don't really see the reason. So again, being open to new things, it's very important so that those experiences you've gained throughout your holiday, you can get back home and you have this this moment of of time when you can remember them and and use them as a fuel like you reflect on the things and you reflect on what kind of person am I after this trip what did I learn new how I could apply that to my day-to-day life so you use that as a as a starting point for an internal conversation and I would try to bring that, the problem solving, which necessarily happens through all the travels, because you will always face some sort of trouble or at mm-hmm. least minor discomfort. Mm-hmm. And you bring that back and you're like, okay, how can I, how can I use this? And it may be that it will make you more patient or it will help you understand that the person behind the counter who is giving, who is serving you at the cafe, they might come from a very different cultural perspective and therefore the language you speak might be different or mm. the amount of patience you have for yeah. them should be different. So there are little things and here, especially in London where you meet all sorts of people, I think it's it's crucial to, to understand that we don't come from the same background. Yes, and it, so, it increases compassion. Exactly, 100%. So you can always bring that back. And those are the things which can help you to focus and remain in that nice state of mind where you have just returned. And you know that you are richer because you've brought all those experiences and memories with you. And then as you as you go and as you live your life, there will be little pieces of things which will remind you of it. And 
that will ask for your active involvement and it's all up to you how you end up living through these moments oh definitely definitely and you so you mentioned a reflection process that you think that people should adopt and I was curious to know how that looks for you like do you have a ritual is it something you do on the plane do you have a journal and do you kind of make notes on things that may have moved you on your trip how does how does that look for you um I do have a journal I have a travel journal and it is a really great experience and exercise to to write it down Mm. so for me personally I wait a few days perhaps week or two once I've returned to open the journal and write down the experience I had abroad. And the reason is that as you have a few days in between returning and writing the journal, your feelings and experience sort of like balances out and only those things they that were really important to you, they just stick around, you know, so that you really know what was the, the, the major, the main things you want to remember and those are the things I write down and just writing that down just that simple exercise of putting that into sentences those thoughts will make you essentially relive the whole time abroad so even that little moment is one part of the whole experience of having this constant feeling of being abroad of of if I put it in other words, of being open to new things, because you have returned back home, which by all means, you know, by heart, but that doesn't mean you cannot experience anything new. Very and that's what I, I bring home and I try to live up, live up to. Because quite often we forget that there is magic to be found right here in our own homes. And this is especially topical now in our own neighborhoods, in our own communities. Like it's not necessarily about taking that flight millions of miles away to that one spot. Like you're saying, you've seen on Instagram, you can create moments of magic for yourself right here in your home with, you know, you can put your blanket down in the living room and have a picnic, or you can try out new food in the supermarket, or you can take a different route home and see a different side of your neighborhood. And, um, I think to to talk about your your ritual as well. I'm a big believer of writing things down, and uh, one way that um, Sarah von Bargen, she's a previous guest on the podcast of Yes and Yes blog, she talks about on the plane back. She she and her traveling companion they they sw- uh, take turns with a piece of paper, each writing down a memory from the trip, and they keep going until they have a hundred memories. So it can be small things like oh the the that that unique flower that we saw that we've never seen before or um you know that funny conversation we had with the taxi driver all these little interactions and she writes them down just like she keeps going and she says for no matter how long the trip you can always come up with a hundred and it's a good way to to document document it and to remind yourself hey you can find these bits of magic kind of back home and um I think that's a really lovely way but I I your journal thing is very similar to what I do and I too find that the act of writing something down is really special to see your own words on the paper you it's a real kind of process you have a lot of breakthroughs and um you have a lot of realizations which are so fantastic so I'm really pleased you shared that thank you for sharing your ritual and now uh kind of looking ahead to the future um how um where do you think where is your where is next on your agenda to travel to 
Wow, that is a very loaded question because (laughs) being home and locked down, I want to travel essentially everywhere because for the, just for the, for the feeling of having the opportunity open, you know, but if I look at it, if I look at it really um, realistically, I'd like to go back to Argentina. Okay. Because there is someone I'd like to visit again. And Buenos Aires is a beautiful city and the whole country is gorgeous and it's rich in culture and flavor. And the language is really um, almost tasteful. So that would be a place to to return if I need to go back somewhere. If you're asking me about a place I've never been before and I'd like to go next. Well, if I may, um, may I, may I change the question slightly because I think the answer please. may still be the same, but I think the better question to be asked to uh, to be asking is what kind of experiences, travel experiences are you going to seek out now? We we've already talked about human connection, but is there any kind of particular travel experience that you're going to be seeking out that maybe you wouldn't have thought of before lockdown um it's not so much about experience i've never thought about before but i think i'm in a position that i would like to travel with someone or to see someone like the first travel after this lockdown would not be a trip on my own because i have spent a lot of time on my own at this point so I would like to go somewhere where I can connect with people and with others and have this great food in the local restaurant and listen to local music and mm. see the, the things my eyes are not used to for, for that purpose of seeing something from a different perspective. Beautiful. Well, I look forward to hearing all about those travels for sure. And I I feel the same way as you as someone who I take great pride in my solo travels. And like you're saying, there's, there's a lot that comes from them. But having spent all this time alone now, I'm, I'm really craving that human connection. I think it's a different dynamic when you're exploring a place with someone and you're traveling. In fact, we were planning Easter weekend was supposed to be our, our time too. We were planning St. Petersburg. So unfortunately that's not happening now but you know we're here yeah, recording the podcast so that's that's nice there's still something good coming out of it hopefully we'll get to take that trip someday I'm, I'm very hopeful about that um is there anything else you want to add about um travel or um our attitudes towards travel yes there is one thing and I think it's very important to look at it from a um, a fresh perspective nowadays and that is that even now when we are all really kind of locked down and confined to our own neighborhood that doesn't mean that traveling didn't like stopped existing because now just a simple act of going for a walk is some sort of a travel and given the current situation of course you should try to limit those trips but I do believe that a walk every now and then can be really beneficial for your mental mental mm. well-being and I just took a walk like that the other day and as I'm walking I discovered that there is a neighbor not far from here who is a great pianist he was playing wow. and practicing on his piano and I couldn't help but stop there and just observe him playing and he didn't know I was there standing on the street but that was essentially a huge travel to a new whole whole new experience when I became um, um, a part of a show essentially 
and I was just there listening to a beautiful song which I didn't know I needed but hey I really needed it and it was a great moment so don't think that going around your neighborhood which you've been so many times before cannot give you a new experience throughout these days because it will I can guarantee that just take a road you have never taken before and you will end up discovering something new and amazing for sure I think The message is you don't have to get on a plane to travel or to experience the essence of travel. And travel is a mindset, which you've perfectly encapsulated there. And your story about the piano in your own neighbourhood is is so true. So while I know you and I are both very keen advocates of travel and international travel, I love this idea that, that you can find magic closer to home too. So on that note, I will ask you my questions I ask every day, every guest I have, which is, what is your fabulous du jour, Thomas? Wow. Um, I, I was trying to think about it and I think for me it's it's those little things, the little moments and they don't need to be very huge or grand. It can be something as simple as having really nice food you created for yourself mm. at home and you just feel very, I just feel very proud of what I've achieved putting yeah. things together and they just taste great or listening to great music which will either uplift you or put you down but the music has the power to do that or reading a great article that makes you think oh wow I have felt like that before and this is great way how to put it into words I didn't know how to do that myself but now when I read it that's exactly what I felt Mm -hmm. so thank you whoever wrote that so for me it's those little moments where you are grounded you you keep your feet on the ground and you're like okay this is this is what I needed yes and uh, well that's what the whole philosophy of this podcast is about and the fact that you mentioned food and music I think that says all said it all why we're why we're friends you're truly a person of my own heart um and I I love that for you that, that things like that I think are what we have to hold on to even more during these times um and so how would you like my listeners to find their fabulous du jour this week Keep your eyes open, keep your ears open, keep your taste buds open to experiencing new things. And that new thing can be as close as your nearest supermarket. For example, just get there and buy the thing you never had the courage to buy and just buy it and try and maybe you won't like it. But at the very last, it itself is an experience. So you don't really need to go anywhere far to experience new things. It's just about being open to experience them and live through them and take everything you can out of it. Absolutely. So there you have it. Go and try something new. Keep your keep your senses open, your eyes, your ears, your your taste buds, as Thomas said, and go forth. Thomas, you've been absolutely incredible. Thank you. Before you go, is there anything that you want to plug? Where can people find you on online? Of course, you can always follow me at Sentimus. Uh, com, which is my website or the same name for instagram and that is j-s-e-m-t-o-m-a-s e-sentomus <laughs> gotcha gotcha which thank you which very much tech, for having me do you want to explain it the was... meaning the, which i learned just just last week what J- jsem thomas means um it's in my uh mother tongue it means i'm thomas it's very simple. There, you go. there is no magic behind. <laughs> That's magic to me. Well, thank you so much, Thomas. And you take care. Stay safe, stay healthy, and keep finding your fabulous. Thank you very much.
Thanks for joining me for this episode of Finding Your Fabulous. For more, you can find us on Instagram at Finding Your Fabulous. See you next time.